0: Good morning, church, and thank you for joining me today as we get ready to study the Word of God together. This is obviously a special day because this is a day that we honor, like the Word of God says, our mothers. So if you're a mom, I want to thank you for everything that you do and the job that you've taken upon yourself to raise your children, for the strength and the unconditional love you give, and I hope that the Lord will continue to bless all the moms here. And as we get ready for the Word of God, maybe you're here today and... You're thinking, well, this is just going to be another Mother's Day message, and you don't have any kids, you're not a mom at all, I want to just show you and remind you that this message we're going to learn today applies to everyone. So whether you're a mom or not, whether you're a father or not, if you're a person, which you are, this message will apply to you. So stay connected with us this morning. As we get ready for the Word of God, would you go with me to John chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. And this is what the word of God says. The next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana of Galilee. Jesus' mother was there and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivals. So Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. Dear woman, that is not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. And standing nearby were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. And they told the servants, Fill the jars with water. And when the jars had been filled, he said, Now dip some out and take it to the master of the ceremony. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of the ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing what it had come from, though of course, I want you to notice this, he called the bridegroom over. At the host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then when everyone has a lot to drink, he brings out the least expensive wine. But you have kept the best until now. This miraculous sign of Cana of Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed His glory and his disciples believed in him. Let's pray there for a moment. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this morning. I thank you, God, for this Mother's Day as we take time today, Lord. We know that this isn't the typical Mother's Day we're used to as we stay stuck at home. But Father, your word commands us to honor our father and our mother. So today, Lord, as we honor moms everywhere, I pray that you would bless this word today. For those here who are expecting moms and for those who have no children at all, Lord. Father, take this word now and bless it towards our lives so that we can apply it. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, for your provisions. Now use me, Lord, to speak your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As I began to think about Moms and Mother's Day and what the Lord would lead me to, to preach. My heart led me to John chapter 2. And in John chapter 2, we see that there's a, a wedding going on. And this wedding, it's not like what we're used to today. Usually weddings last a few hours and it's over. But in that culture, weddings often lasted two to three weeks at a time. It was a very big deal. So as people were celebrating for days, on the third day, the Bible says, the wine wine ran out. Now, all of a sudden, you can sense the the panic as the wine ran out, and you always wonder, why was it so important? But I want to just remind you of something. This was a very big deal, and it was a very big problem. Because if wine ran out during a celebration or a wedding, and you were the host of that party... You were considered to be an outcast already. People would just disown you. They wouldn't even talk to you anymore. Not only was it so bad to run out of wine during a party or celebration or a wedding, but did you know that it was also illegal? What a lot of us don't realize is that this was a law that you could not disobey. Did you know that if you ran out of wine, your family and your guests can actually take you to court and sue you? It's no wonder that as the wine ran out of this wedding, there was great panic and great fear. So as I began to look at this passage of scripture, I realized that here we see people celebrating. We see people that are just happy and at peace and enjoying this great wedding. But unexpectedly, all of a sudden, something bad happened and the wine ran out. And how quickly their joy turned to fear. How quickly their celebration turned to panic. And it reminds me a lot about our lives. You know, life is so interesting how one moment you can be filled with joy and peace and happiness. And all it takes is one moment, one situation to turn everything around. In just one moment, you can be filled with fear. You can be filled with panic, confusion. But I love this passage, this story, because it shows us as the people were afraid and I'm sure that that person, the host of that party was afraid of being sued and outcasted by his family. He was thinking the worst was going to happen. But I love how the fact shows us that Jesus steps in. And as Jesus steps in, he turns everything around. You know, at this story, we see that a miracle took place. And Jesus turned this situation from being awful to awesome. Jesus turns this situation from being fearful to another moment of great joy. It's stories like this that remind me. And I want you to be reminded of this too. That in one moment, life can change. And you can be in a moment of great fear and panic and confusion. But you serve a God that can turn everything around. He can actually turn a tragedy into a blessing. Notice how the Bible says that in the end, Jesus used it for his glory. That term, used for His glory, it means that when God uses a situation to get the credit, so that when you're done with your awful situation, the Lord can take the credit for the miracle, and people can look at how awesome God is. So let this passage of Scripture remind you that God can turn your life around. God can turn your situation around. The Bible says that Jesus turned the water into wine because Jesus is in the business of turning things around. I love what the psalm says in Psalm chapter 30 verse 11. The Bible says in Psalm 30:11, "You have turned, notice that word, you have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and you have clothed me with joy." I want you to notice that the Bible says in this psalm how God can turn your mourning, your sadness, your grief into joy. So no matter what you're going through this morning, you might be like this wedding host right now and something unexpected has happened and you're confused and you're worried and you're anxious about it. Let this passage remind you that God can turn your life around. Maybe life did not turn the way you thought it would. Maybe life has turned on you. But remind I want to show you and remind you this morning that you serve a God that's all about turning things around so He can turn your mourning into joy. As I looked at this passage of Scripture, learning how everything can change in one moment, we see this great miracle take place. It's easy to get caught up in what Jesus did. We often only focus on Jesus, and we focus on the water turning into wine and the miracle that Jesus did. But as I really studied this word and prayed through it, I realized that this miracle took place also Not only because of what Jesus did, but because of what Mary, his mother, did. See, I want to just remind you guys this morning, and I want to remind all the moms here listening, that what you do as a mother will always have great power and influence over your children. And this miracle took place, yes, because of the power of Jesus Christ. But it also took place because of Mary and what she did. What Jesus did was a result of what Mary also did. Mary did two things that changed this entire situation. And these two things, as I studied this, these two things that Mary did, I promise if you do them, your life will turn better your life will turn to be blessed. And there can be a great turnaround in your life if you do these two things that Mary did. So not only am I talking to all the moms this morning, and maybe you're an expecting mother, maybe you don't have children at all, anyone that does these two things that Mary did will change their life forever these two things that Mary did, just two simple things, caused this great miracle to take place. And I believe that if we listen to this story and apply to our lives what Mary did, it can change your life forever. So what exactly did Mary do? What exactly did this mother do to save this wedding? to change this situation. When I read this passage, I want to highlight verse 3. Verse 3 is interesting as I read it because the Bible says, the wine supply ran out during the festivals. So Jesus' mother told him, see I want you to notice something about this. When Jesus was in the wedding, Mary found out the wine ran out. Notice that Mary had to tell Jesus. In other words, Jesus didn't know what had happened. Jesus didn't know that the wine had run out. Mary learned about it first. Because we believe that the people in that wedding actually went to Mary first to tell her what had happened. And I love what this Bible says. Because in this moment of great fear, in this moment of panic and stress, they were in this moment where had their situation that had no solution. And they went to go tell Mary about it. And in turn, Mary went to go tell Jesus about it. And this grabbed my attention because I noticed that Jesus told Mary something truthful. Jesus said, Mom, woman, this, this is not our problem. But see, what I love about Mary, her motherly instincts kicked in. Moms have this ability to take on problems that aren't theirs. To take on burdens that don't belong to them. I think about my own mom. And even till this day, as a grown adult, I still dump my problems on my mom. I still call her when I'm in trouble. And in my darkest times, I remember calling my mother first. And it wasn't her problem at all. But see, she took it upon herself to make it her problem. That's why mothers are so special. Because mothers take on burdens they don't need to. Mary didn't need to take on this burden. Mary could have just left that wedding left the problem to the host. But Mary took it upon herself. When she had this problem presented, she took it upon herself to do something about it. And this made me think about moms everywhere. Mothers put on burdens that aren't theirs. I thought about moms today. You're doing school projects that aren't even yours. You graduated years ago. But you're losing sleep and you're losing time staying up late at night because you're helping your children out with projects and homeworks and assignments because they have a problem and they don't know what to do and you take it upon yourself to help them. I thought about mothers that take it upon themselves when their children are sick and you lose sleep and you stay in bed and you take them to doctor's appointments and you're not the one that's sick but that's your children so their problem becomes yours. Mary had this burden because she took it upon herself. And that's why I want to thank moms everywhere today. Because you're a mom right now that your child might have problems. Your child is going through something, big or small. But the Lord puts you in their lives because that problem, even though it's not yours, you take it upon yourself. And now they go to Mary and they tell her, the wine's run out, what are we going to do? And Mary... She has no answer. She has no solution. She doesn't know what she's going to do. But everyone is counting on her to figure it out. In other words, Mary is now under this pressure because people have this, this idea that Mary can fix it. And the people put the stress on her. And the people are depending on her to figure it out and to fix it. This made me think of so many people and so many moms alike that you're under this immense pressure and this burden that is placed on you. And people are looking to you for answers. And people are looking to you for solutions and to fix it and to figure things out. And moms everywhere, single moms, married moms, moms everywhere have this pressure nowadays to fix everything, to figure it out. The pressure of making sure your children make the right decisions to grow up, to love God. The pressure to make sure they don't get themselves into trouble. And when they're in trouble, the pressure to get them out of that trouble. Moms and people everywhere like Mary are under this burden, this pressure to figure things out. But see, Mary had no idea how she was going to fix this. Mary had no idea how this was going to come out. She really couldn't do anything to fix this situation at this wedding. But there was the one thing she first did. That if you do, will bless your life forever. Going back to verse 3. The Bible says that as Mary takes on this burden, this problem that's not hers and she's feeling the pressure, and everyone's counting on me to fix this. The Bible says, when the wine ran out during the festivals, Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. The first thing Mary did that I want you to notice, when she was under this pressure, when people were looking up to her to figure this out, the Bible says she went to Jesus. So even though she did not know how to fix this problem, this situation, she knew someone that did, and that was Jesus. The first thing you need to do to have a great turnaround, to see things in your life turn to be blessed and to see God really work a miracle. When you're caught between a rock and a hard place, when you're under this pressure and you don't know what to do, always turn to Jesus. Mary went and she told Jesus the problem. Mary could have left the wedding, Mary could have ignored it, Mary could have just continued on to with her life, but because she took on this burden that wasn't hers, she went to Jesus. And many of you are carrying burdens that are too much for you right now. Many of you are carrying these burdens that are wearing you out. And if that's you this morning, you need to turn to Jesus who can actually do something about whatever it is you're going through. You can turn to Jesus for a miracle. Don't stay caught under the pressure. Don't give up because of the burden. Turn to Jesus. As she goes to Jesus, she tells him what's the problem. She doesn't tell him what to do. She doesn't tell him, turn it into wine, the water into wine, go get the jars, fill it up. She does none of that. The only thing she does is she tells Jesus the problem. She tells Jesus what's missing. But she never tells Jesus what, she, what he needs to do. She was always under his authority. See, when you get under the authority of Jesus Christ, you don't tell God what to do. You don't tell God you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to do it this way. You simply need to go to Jesus and show Him what's wrong. Tell Him your burden. Tell Him what's pressuring you. Tell Him what's missing. Tell Him what you're feeling. But leave the rest to Him. The Lord knows what needs to be done to do a miracle in your life. The Lord knows what He needs to do to get you out of that situation that you're in. So like Mary, if you're in a place that you're burdened beyond what you can handle and you don't know what you're going to do, and people are looking to you and people want you to fix it, the first thing you need to do is go to Jesus you go to Jesus in full surrender. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, a powerful verse. Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary. That means tired. If there's anything we have today in our nation, it's tired people. There are tired people in the church. There are tired marriages, there are tired families. And if you're burdened, if you're tired, the Bible says, all of you who are weary and carry a heavy burden, Jesus said, come to me and I will give you rest. That word rest literally means calm and peace. Are you missing that calm in your life? Have you no peace right now? If you feel the burden of everything you're carrying, the stress is weighing you down. Jesus commands us to come to him. And that's exactly what Mary did. And it's the first thing you need to do if you're caught in a place of heavy burden and weariness. If you don't know what to do, you come to Jesus. First Peter 5.7 reminds us that we, he tells, P- Peter writes this to a church, and he says, to give all your worries and cares to God. That word give literally means to cast, to, to let it go. See, God is telling you this morning, there are certain burdens that are worrying you right now that you need to let it go. And it doesn't mean let it go and forget about it, ignore it. No. When Jesus tells you to let it go, He's saying, surrender it to me. What are you worried about this morning? What burdens you? The Bible says to give your worries to God. Why? The Bible says because God cares. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. Maybe you're in a situation that you think God doesn't care because He let me suffer through this. It's in our moments of sadness and grief that we think God doesn't care. Like the disciples, when they were caught in the storm and afraid, the first thing they asked Jesus, don't you even care that we're going to drown? It's easy to assume God doesn't care when you're suffering. It's easy to believe the Lord stopped caring because you're going through a trial and pain that grieves you. But whatever burdens you carry today, whatever it is you're worried about, the Lord cares about you. And because He cares for you, He said, Give me your worries. Give me your cares. That's exactly what Mary did. While Mary was worried about what she was going to do to help this family in the wedding, when she had that moment, she didn't know what to do. Her first reaction was, go to Jesus. And I want to encourage anyone this morning, if you're carrying a heavy burden, if you're carrying all these worries, to go to Jesus right where you're at and tell Him about it. He already knows, but He wants to hear it from you because when He hears it from you, it's an act of surrender. Give it to the Lord. That's the first thing Mary did. I wonder if she never would have gone to Jesus. Jesus. What if Mary would have just given up right there? There's nothing we can do. Let's just call it quits. Let's just stop the wedding. And let's just give up. But Mary had this motherly instinct not to give up, to carry this burden that wasn't even hers. And she went to Jesus. Go to Jesus this morning. If there's a burden that goes beyond your ability to carry. The second thing Mary did to change the course of this wedding and the lives of so many people that saw this miracle can be found in verse 5. The Bible says that Jesus had told her, this isn't our problem. But then Mary turns to the servants of the master of that wedding. And the Bible says, but his mother told the servants... Do whatever He tells you. That's the second thing Mary did. What Mary said here, do what Jesus says. I believe is the best advice a mother can ever give her children. Do whatever Jesus tells you. It's so simple, yet life-changing. There are so many people who make a mess of their lives because they refuse to do it the Lord's way. I want you to think about your life right now. Look back and how many things in your life did you make a mess of because you didn't do it the Lord's way? How many things would have been so different right now had you done it God's way? All of us can look back at a moment, a situation that we can say now, if I would have just listened to God, I wouldn't have gone through this. The advice that Mary gives is so simple, yet powerful. She simply said, do what he tells you of any advice you can ever give your children. Parents give a lot of advice to their kids. My mother has given me countless, still this day, countless advice and wisdom. Some I remember, some I don't. But see, I started thinking about all the wise advice my mother would give me and I'm going to tell you, of all the advice you can ever hear from a mom, of all the advice you can ever give your children, even if you have no children, this advice applies to everyone. Do what He tells you. What He tells you in this book. What He tells you in the Bible. If you will apply the Word of God to your life, even when it's hard, even when it makes no sense, if you would just do it God's way, He can get you out of the deepest of darkness. If you do it God's way, there will be a blessing in the end. If you simply just do what He says. See, Mary doesn't know what to do, but as she first turns to Jesus, the second thing she does is she tells those servants, she tells everyone, Just do what he says. And this will change. Do what he says and we're going to see a miracle. And maybe there's a miracle waiting in your life if you do what he says. There's so many prideful people that think they know it all. There's so many people that think they know what's best. And they can get themselves out of a problem but sometimes all you need to do to see a great turnaround in your life, to see your mourning turn to joy, to see your darkness turn to light, is make a determination and say, Lord, whatever I do, I'm going to listen to you, and I'm going to do it your way. If you do marriage God's way, He will bless you. If you do your finances God's way, he will bless you. If you raise your children according to what God says, he will bless them. Whatever you have in your life, God has a word for. And if you do what he says, it will bless you. It will not fail you. Just do what he says. The best advice any child can hear from mom or dad is do what God says. Do you know why Mary said this? Why Mary had the confidence to tell the servants and everyone in that wedding do what Jesus says? And it's simple. Because not only was this the wisest advice Mary would ever give in the Bible, do what he says. But Mary could only say this because Mary did it herself. You cannot tell your children, do it God's way if you're not doing it God's way. And Mary can only give such advice because she was doing it in her own life. And what I love about my parents is throughout their, my lifetime, throughout the years, they will tell me to do it God's way. And they will tell me what the Word of God says. And when I looked at my parents' life, I saw them doing the same thing. There is nothing better than doing for yourself what you're telling your children to do. So Mary not only is telling people what to do, she's living this as an example she knows that this will cause a miracle to take place because when Mary was a young girl and the angel visited her and told her that she would have Jesus even though she was a virgin, she said yes to God. She couldn't understand why. She knew that this could mean the end of her life. But the Bible says that she said yes to Lord, let it be. And every moment of Mary's life, she did what God said. And when Jesus was born and she saw this miracle take place, she knew this miracle was a result of me doing what Jesus, what God said. So Mary knows firsthand that miracles take place when you do what God says. That's why she can tell the people in this wedding, if you want to see a miracle, and if you want to see a change, take it from me. Just do what He says. No matter what it looks like, no matter how difficult it is, you do what He says. And He's going to come through. So my prayer for everyone here this morning, on Mother's Day, is that you would just start, begin to do Jesus says. If you're weary, if you're burdened, you first turn to Him. But when you turn to Jesus, get ready to do what He says. You can't just turn to Jesus and not do it His way. There are many people that tell me, Pastor, I prayed about it. Lord, I gave it to the Lord, but you haven't done it His way. So maybe you're caught up in financial burdens. You're caught up in marital problems. You have all this burden and pressure and the first thing you need to do like Mary is you need to turn to Jesus. But when you turn to Jesus, you better get ready to do it His way. As long as you continue to do life your way, you're going to stay in the mess you're in. But when you make a decision to turn to Jesus and do it His way, It will bless your life. What advice? Do what he says. This is one mom who knew what she was doing. What I love about this passage is as as the servants take the advice of Mary and they said, hey, we're okay, we're willing to do it Jesus way. So now the servants go to Jesus. What do you want us to do? And Jesus tells him something that's pretty pretty gross and disgusting. He says, Go to the ceremonial washing jars. Fill them up. And draw the water out. Take it to your master to drink. Now, We may not think about this much, but this was pretty disgusting because those jars were used to wash dirty hands. And these were ceremonial cleansing jars. So as someone would come to someone's house or to the temple or to this wedding, they would stick their dirty hands in this water. That's the water Jesus is talking about. It's like saying go to the bathroom and draw out some water from the toilet and and, and drink it. You would say, man, that is disgusting. That is what's happening here. See, sometimes doing it God's way is going to make no sense. Doing it God's way, it's not going to be easy. And sometimes it's pretty messy. But this took a lot of faith. Because as they drew that dirty water to give it to their master, if that water did not change and that water, if that master would have drank that dirty water, he could have had those servants killed. He could have had their servants thrown into prison. So it took faith for these servants to walk in obedience and do it the Lord's way. So as they drew the water and began to walk to their master. Somewhere in between that, the water transformed to wine. It shows us this valuable point. Doing it the Lord's way, it's not always easy. But this is a messy miracle. It made no sense, as Jesus told them, draw the water, that dirty water, to give to your master. But see, what I love about this passage is that as those servants listened to Jesus, maybe that's what you need to start doing. They didn't know the outcome. They didn't know what they were going to do. But as they kept walking, we don't know when, but the water transformed into wine. And I want to tell anyone this morning that if you would just obey the Lord and do it His way, even though it makes no sense to you at the moment, you will see how the Lord can bless you. The Lord will always bless obedience. And oftentimes when I preach a message like this, I know that I'm Hitting people that feel guilty now because you look at your life and you say, Pastor, I haven't done it God's way. I wish I knew this before. I wish I knew Jesus before. Lately, I haven't listened to God. I've been stubborn. I've been selfish. I've been prideful. And I'm in the mess that I am right now because I refuse to turn to Jesus. I refuse to just do it His way. Don't beat yourself up. Today, you can make that choice like Mary, to turn to Jesus when you have this burden and to do what Jesus says. As those servants just walked trusting in Jesus, the water changed. What you and I need to do is continue to walk like those servants, to continue to walk in obedience even when it's scary, even when it makes no sense, even when you don't know what's going to happen, as those servants continued to walk in obedience, transformation took place. And I want to encourage you this morning to keep walking with Jesus. Don't feel guilty. Don't give up. Don't turn away from the Lord. Keep walking with Him. You've made mistakes. Keep walking with Jesus. You always haven't... You haven't done it right. You never will always do it right. Keep walking with Jesus. No matter how difficult it is, keep walking with Jesus. Keep walking in obedience. And as those servants kept walking, obeying the Lord, something happened and the water turned into wine. And I love what the Bible shows us. That in the end, the Lord got the glory. That's what God can do in your life today. If you make the decision like Mary did to turn to Jesus when you don't know what to do and if you follow her advice, just do what Jesus says. If you make that decision today, maybe for the first time or maybe for the first time in a long time, you begin to walk in obedience with him. Who knows what the Lord can turn in your life? What miracle can take place today? So no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, today you can turn to Jesus. Today you can give Him your burdens. And today you can make the declaration, I'm going to do it His way. And as we close this morning, I love it because the water started off messy and dirty but it turned out great and into a blessing. And every miracle Jesus did had a lesson behind it. And I believe the lesson behind the first miracle he did was when you listen to me and turn to me, even if you have a messy start, you will have a great finish. You will be blessed. In this Story. we see what Jesus did. He turned the water into wine. We see what Mary did. She gave, she turned to Jesus and she gave this great advice, do what Jesus says. But there's a third person in this story that never gets mentioned. We talk about Mary sometimes, we always talk about Jesus, but there's one more person that we don't mention. And that's the actual host of the wedding. This was the host that would have been sued, outcast, laughed at. This is the host that wasn't prepared for this problem. But the reason this wedding changed and the reason this miracle took place was because the Bible says that Jesus was invited. Listen to me. Jesus was invited. And when you invite Jesus into your life, He's ready to handle whatever mess comes your way. And as that master took a drink of what, I mean, he didn't even know where the water came from when he took a drink and tasted that wine, and he was surprised because he said, usually the best wine gets drunk first. But this this is the best wine I've ever had. It's because Jesus was letting us know that when you invite me, when you turn to me, and when you do what I say, the best is yet to come. Your best days are not behind you. They're ahead of you, in Jesus' name. But today, you mean you need to make this decision and say, Lord, I'm turning to you. And Lord, I'm surrendering you this burden. I'm inviting you in. And today, I may not do it perfectly. I may, I may make mistakes. But I'm going to walk in obedience and do it your way. So let me pray for you today. For anyone here that wants to invite Jesus into their life, I want to pray for you first. And second, for anyone here today that says, Pastor, I believe in Jesus, but lately I haven't been turning to Him, but I'm ready. Let me pray for you if you're here this morning you're saying Lord I'm ready to receive you I'm ready to invite you in I want you to pray this with me say Lord Jesus I believe that I'm a sinner I believe you died on the cross and you rose again and today Lord I turn to you I surrender it all to you save me Lord in Jesus name And if you prayed that prayer, I want to welcome you to the family of God. But I also want to pray for those here today that right now their life is messy and you've hit some unexpected problems and you're burdened right now. It's time for you also to turn to Jesus and surrender it to Him. So pray this with me today. Just say, Lord Jesus, I'm worried and I'm burdened. And you tell Him what that is. Father, I pray that you take my burdens, you take my worries, and I surrender it to you. And Lord, this day, I will do it your way. I will do what Mary did and first turn to you, and I will take her advice and do whatever you say. Father, I pray for anyone here who has surrendered their burdens and needs the miracle, Father. Lord, you can turn everything around. You turned water into wine, and I pray that you can turn a bad situation into a blessing for your glory. We thank you for this message. We thank you for the mothers and everyone here that listened today. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, may God bless you and thank you for joining me. For more information, or if you're giving online today financially to support our ministry, please visit our, web, our website. If you prayed that prayer to receive Jesus Christ, I'd like to hear from you. Or if you're in need of prayer, you can call our office from 9 to 5, Monday through Fridays, and I'd love to personally pray over you and speak to you. But thank you for joining me this morning. Happy Mother's Day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. God bless you.